Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Woods. Putting STEM into every classroom every day. Well, welcome back to the STEM Everyday Podcast. I'm Chris Woods, your host. And as always, we're looking for more ways that you can add more science, technology, engineering, and math to your everyday classroom, uh, even your home. And today we get to chat with Allison Donald, who, although she's a pediatric occupational therapist, which is an incredibly cool and exciting kind of job, which we could probably have her talk about cool things with kids that she gets to do, but she's an author and she wrote a very exciting, interesting book called The Spacesuit. So uh, welcome to the show, Allison. Thank you. It's nice and, to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here to talk about this this book called The Spacesuit: How a Seamstress Helped Put Man on the Moon. So right away, educators, I got to just tell you, it's based on real people and events. And in 2019, we're we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of landing on the moon, and so it's a it's a great timely story, great for a classroom. But um, Allison, just tell us how you came across this this idea. It was actually an idea that I heard about from my husband, and um, he's quite keen on all things space-related and moon landings and things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had been wanting to write a book about some of the unsung heroes behind the moon landings. Um, And I knew there were lots of stories of people pulling together, people doing incredible things just to make it happen. And I wanted to write about some of the women that weren't mentioned in in the history books. Mm -hmm. So... um, it was actually my husband who sort of mentioned to me, well, you know, it's a really interesting story about how, how the spacesuits were made. And I didn't know anything about it. So I said, oh, really? Tell me more. Um, <laughs> and, and that's really how it started. And then once I started reading, I couldn't, I couldn't stop reading about it. It was just such a fascinating story. So that's really sort of where the idea came from. I was sort of tipped off by someone else. Um, but once I dove in, I, I was hooked. Yeah. And it's an incredible story just to think about how challenging it would have been to build that very first spacesuit. Uh, even just, what do you make it out of? And, and things like that. And, and it was actually part of a competition, right? Yeah, that's another interesting part. But um, the company that built the suit was actually, well, it was Playtex, who made bras and girdles and a lot of women's underwear, mm-hmm. um, diaper covers, things like that. They were a division of a company called ILC Dover. They wanted to enter this competition to win the bid to make the suits that went to the moon, but they only had six weeks and they were competing (laughs) against, (laughs) they were competing against two big companies, you know, that had lots of engineers and, you know, like that were really sort of considered to be much better contenders for the job. Um, you know, they had, they had engineers as well, but they, they, they had a team of women sewers, seamstresses who Mm -hmm. made bras and girdles and diaper covers. And people didn't think they would win, Um, but they did have a secret weapon. I think they they had latex. And I think that's, that, that helped a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So already just listening to this story again, we're chatting with Alison Donald. You can find her on Twitter at Alison Donald seven or on her website, AllisonDonald.com. You can find information about the book and, and where to find it on Amazon and things like that. But already I'm hearing just as part of this story, Alison, about how people had to innovate, people had to uh, problem solve. They had to uh, and and deal with a time limit and and a, a part of a yes. competition. Yes, all these things are great things that we want our kids to be able to to do, and, and we actually want to create some of those those aspects in our classroom. Yes, no, I, I think you know 
the, the true story, there's, there's real peril, there's real excitement, there's competition and innovation, like you say. Mm -hmm. And yes, I think that's, you know, we want to teach children not to shy away from, from a huge challenge, like making spacesuits. Yeah. You know, we want to teach them how to dive in and figure out how to make it work. Yeah. Now, one of the things that Allison was was sharing with me about the book is they figured out a way to make the suit out of layers. Yeah. And that's what's really special about this particular suit that, that Neil Armstrong wore when he walked on the moon. The proper name for it is the A7L spacesuit. Okay. Um, and it was really, really unique in that it had 21 layers of soft fabric. And it, it was very different than the competitor suits. Um, their suits were hard like armor, almost like something you'd wear to battle, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, yeah. that's probably what most and people would think. That's the first thing that comes to mind. You're going to this, this strange terrain and, and outer space. And, and I need like yes. a suit that protects me like <laughs> old medieval armor. Yes. <laughs> From aliens. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah no. And it, it really was, um, different and they had that sort of secret weapon of latex um, which is really just a soft sort of um, form-fitting material that mm -hmm. feels very comfortable. Yeah. And again, I love stories like that. And those are great stories to be able to share with the kids in your classroom, like examples of those. Like, this is how somebody looked at a problem and came up with a completely different solution than everybody else was thinking. That's, that's, a, that's a hard to teach skill, but books like like this one, the spacesuit by, by you, Allison, is, is a great example of that for kids. Oh, thank you. I, I think, I, I really think it is. You know, no one thought that a team of uh, seamstresses back in the 1960s would be the ones to basically hand stitch the suits that went to the moon, but they were. They were the ones who, who put it together. And it really is incredible yeah. um, that they could think outside the box like that. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I really like about the, the book at the beginning and the end, you have some some special facts about the spacesuit and, and the creation of it. One of them being they had to x-ray the spacesuit when they were done. Yes. Um, and I think this was more sort of in the lead up after they won the bid from the competition. They then mm -hmm. went on to fabricate all the suits for the moon landings. Mm -hmm. um, but they had to have an x-ray machine on the floor where they worked, you know, any pins left inside the suit could have been lethal um, for the astronauts. Cause if there was a hole, um, they could get exposure to heat, um, too much heat when they're on the moon. So they, they had to detect the pins and make sure they got them all out. And yeah. that's when they use x-ray machines. So that's, I found that interesting as well. <laughs> yeah. And just crazy things like that, that, that are again, great yeah. reminders for our kids of not only do you have to yeah. come up maybe with a, a whole new idea, you might even have to come up with a whole new process to make it. They had to use special sewing machines. Um, I remember you saying, Allison, in, in the book. Yeah, they did. And they, had to do um, a lot of hand stitching for a lot of it as well. They did. They, they brought in two gigantic um, sewing machines that were made just for this because the seamstresses were complaining that the suits were so bulky, they couldn't feed them through the sewing machine. Um, and they nicknamed them Sweet Sue and Big Mo. Um, <laughs> they were these <laughs> massive, massive sewing machines. And then, yes, hand stitching as well. Yeah. And I know a lot of classrooms are looking at things like sewing and getting kids to, to work on just 
simple fine motor skills like stitching or, or making something uh, really as a as a way to to teach things like coding to teach things like like art and symmetry and kind of adding those those steam aspects some people expand the acronym there with the arts aspect and and, and this is also a great book in terms of that to show kids that making stuff and being able to sew and things like that that's a lot of technology built in just like you have to, you know, grab a great big sewing machine and think about the machinery that would make some of the products we use every day. Absolutely. And I think these women were so incredibly skilled. I mean, they were some of the best in their trade yeah. at what they did. And their stitching had to be so precise. There's a fact in the book says that, you know, their stitches had to be so tiny, like just the width of a pin. Wow. So they just had to be that precise. And some of the engineers actually asked if the seamstresses could teach them how to sew. That's, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, they were so taken with uh, how skilled they were. Yeah. Uh, again, we're chatting with Alison Donald, the author of The Space Suit, How a Seamstress Helped Put Man on the Moon. And it is inspired by real people and events. Uh, like you, like you yeah. said. Now, just kind of real quick, Allison. I know it's in hardcover in the U.S. and paperback in the U.K. Uh, you, you're yes. living in the U.K. currently, right now. Um, what kind of age group would this really help uh, in a classroom? I would say it has been described as being available or being suitable for children ages four to nine. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely think school age. I would think it would be ideal for the six to nine range. Yeah. Um, but it also depends on children's interests as well and if they're what appeals to them. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, one of the other things that I really like about the book is is you shared some of the problem solving that not only they had to do with their own suit, which was actually some pretty neat stories, but but also some of the problems that the other suits faced by the other competitors. Can you share a yes. little bit about those, Allison, without giving us all giving it all away? No, no spoiler <laughs> alerts here. <laughs> I can give you a few hints. Um, yeah. see, they were competing against two other competitors, and one of the competitors, I'll, I'll say that the helmet actually blew off. Um, wow! So, so that and that was sort of in a simulated situation. So you know they weren't on the moon. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> but uh, they were sort of the suits were all tested in a setting that simulated kind of mm -hmm. mimicked the moon. So, you know, reduced gravity situation. Yeah. So one of, one of the helmets did blow off. Um, and another suit was so wide that it couldn't fit inside the space capsule. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that must've been stressful, but it just goes to show it was really tricky to get it right. Yeah. And, and again, yeah. those are skills that we want our kids to learn uh, each and every day. And, yeah. and, and kids, you know, they're going to, they're going to like um, the, the story aspect, but I also say the artwork of this book is incredible. I love how uh, on the front, there's this planet that's made out of a button and a safety pin kind of around it. So it looks almost like you would think of Saturn, the planet, or uh, a timeline in the book, which is like stitching and pins and um, just some really creative stuff in there, Allison. No, I need to definitely give a shout out to the illustrator here, um, Ariel Landy. She took my words and she just turned it into such a beautiful, beautiful book. It's, she's made it sort of um, retro looking and stylish and she's used lovely colors. It's very bright and appealing. Mm -hmm. um, and also to my publisher, really, Maverick Arts, they also did an incredible job with all the detail that you're mentioning. Mm -hmm. So they really turned it into a beautiful book with the design and the layout and all those little details that you're talking about. My, my editor, Kim, did such a lovely job. So I couldn't be more pleased with how the book looks. And that yeah. is important. 
It is because kids, I think, are going to pick it up and and see new things each time they look through the book. And um, and it really is. I think it's also a great idea because books like this are things that you can build off of in a classroom. You can get kids to say, okay, let's let's now do a challenge. Let's do a a project. Let's Mm -hmm. let's come up with something that we're going to invent, something we're going to create, just like the characters in in the spacesuit did. And and if you're talking about the history of the 1960s, you can you can talk Mm -hmm. about this because it had to do with a space race and uh, and just the different innovation and, and things like that. It's such a a versatile book, uh, besides just being a fun book for kids to read. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. And I think you could, you know, you could look up on the map, you know, you know, where was NASA, where, where was the factory located where they made the suits? Mm -hmm. Um, there's a timeline at the front that talks about the space race and there's facts about how the spacesuits were made, Mm -hmm. but there are so many different jumping off points. We made jetpacks last week in a local library. Um, and, and the kids loved it. Yeah. Allison, of course, you're a, you're a parent. And so you understand that need for, for good things like this, good resources for kids, things that challenge kids and get them thinking, innovating and, and problem solving and things like that. Is that these things you would love to see more books like this for kids, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's kind of wrap up with a couple of last questions here. Allison, if you could have dinner with somebody uh, who's maybe a scientist or engineer, inventor from past or present, who would that be? It would be Leonardo da Vinci. Um, oh. Because I would, I would like to hear about how he invented flying machines or helicopters. Yeah. Um, but I'd also like to ask him about the Mona Lisa and if it was him in the mirror doing the smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that would be my one person that I'd like to have dinner with. That's awesome. And Leonardo da Vinci, I mean, of course, he was all different types of things. I mean, he innovated in so many different aspects. And then, of course, all the artistic stuff as well. And um, again, I think that just dovetails right along with with the idea of, of your book. I mean, these were people that, like you said, they weren't necessarily trained as engineers, but no. but they were able to engineer. They were able to create and innovate uh, a dynamic suit that could move with the with the person inside it and and really safely get that those those astronauts to the moon and back um, just an incredible incredible story any other last thoughts Allison that you'd, you'd love to share uh, with everybody today I guess I just really enjoyed being here today and I really hope that teachers and children will pick up this book and and enjoy and hopefully learn something along the way yeah and and I think it <laughs> yes, exactly. I think it is. It's a great story uh, for for kids. Um, I, I would definitely urge everybody to find it. It's on Amazon or, or local bookstores. The spacesuit is what it's called. How a seamstress helped put man on the moon. You can find Allison on AllisonDonald.com. She's also got one page on her website where she started adding some links to help further investigate some of those things. So be sure to check that out as she kind of builds that out even more as well. And you can find her on Twitter at AllisonDonald7. And of course, we'll have all those links in the show notes as well. Thanks again for joining us today. I'm, I'm so, so excited. It, you, you see books now and then and it's like, it's got a little bit of a sciencey theme or a little bit of, but this really encompasses all of that uh, STEM and design thinking kind of ideas. So good job, Allison. Oh, thank you so much. Are you working on any other books, Allison, the other really cool books that a teacher or educator could draw into their classroom as well? Well, actually, I am. Um, I'm working on another sort of STEM type of book. Yeah. 
It's based on the true story of how superglue was invented. Superglue was invented actually by mistake. So it sort of talks about the importance of, of making mistakes, but also learning from them. Yeah. That's another great lesson that our kids need to learn. That's, that's awesome. That's a really good idea, Alice. And I'm looking forward to that one as well. Thank you. I am too. <laughs> it should be out. Um, hopefully it'll be out sometime in 2020. Cool. Well, we'll definitely look forward to that as well. And thanks again for listening to this episode of STEM Everyday Podcast. You can find all the great podcasts by subscribing on iTunes, your favorite podcast app, or by finding out more information at dailystem.com. I'm your host, Chris Woods, and we'll talk to you again next time. You're listening to this podcast on the ESDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit remarkablechatter.com. Thank <laughs> you.